0: Greetings, and welcome to this podcast known as Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host for this weekly program, where I discuss current events from a prophetic and biblical worldview, so we, as God's children, know how to respond to remain in His protection and His provision, and we will also see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. My guest again today is Prophetess Amanda Grace with part two of my interview that began with last week's post. If you haven't heard part one, which was first posted on April 13, 2022, I highly recommend you listen to that before listening to this podcast. There has been so much spoken in the prophetic specific to world events and the economy. I asked Amanda to be my guest based on prophecies God has given her in the past concerning world governance and economy. In part one of our interview, Amanda stated that Russia's invasion of Ukraine, occurring just before Purim, puts world events on the timeline that leads to Passover. She explained the days between Purim and Passover are always a time of heightened spiritual activity. Amanda said the enemy absolutely hates Passover because it represents a time long ago when he thought he had the upper hand through Pharaoh, who was the superpower of his day. Working through Pharaoh, Satan sought to enslave and control God's people, as we read in the book of Exodus. Similarly today the enemy is working through Klaus schwab and his self-appointed elitists to once again enslave and control god's people as christians who know our god is faithful who know he is the same yesterday today and forever we should be rejoicing in anticipation of god's miraculous intervention the last day of passover this year is april twenty fourth which bo polney has identified on his time chart as day three thirty three when the angel of death would appear just as he did that first Passover we read about in the Book of Exodus. If you don't know about Bo, he is a prominent and experienced cycles timing analyst in the gold, silver, and cryptocurrency markets. He is the founder of Gold 2020 Forecast on YouTube, and he's been featured on network television including CNBC, Crypto Trader, Elijah Streams, His Glory, USA Watchdog, Kitco, and also Clay Clark's Reawaken America Tour. Bo sees this last day of Passover to align with the breaking of the third seal and the black horse we read about in the book of Revelation. He interprets the scales as the balancing of events that include a financial reset. He anticipates a huge stock crash in the end of April, but encourages us not to fear because this is God's judgment against the Babylonian system that will result in economic restructure in our favor. Bo believes 2022 is a year of jubilee and that the fall of Babylon will be the rise of God's kingdom. I have links to Bo's videos in the show notes. Today, through Claus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, once again, the enemy of God believes he has the upper hand to overcome God's people through his efforts for a one-world order government to impose his evil, destructive plans. A one-world order requires a complete overhaul of world economic systems, which the self-appointed elite working with the United Nations have been attempting to do. However, God has been exceedingly gracious to address the economy through several different prophets. The days ahead will be more treacherous than anything we've experienced, and I want you to allow this podcast to help prepare you in every way to weather the storms and to come out victorious in Christ Jesus. And be sure to listen to the entire podcast, because before I close, I'll be sharing about the celebration of my upcoming 100th episode, where you can enter to win some giveaways I have planned in celebration. So here's part two of my interview with Amanda Grace. Well, I know the One World Order, the people who are the proponents for that, which includes, unfortunately, our self-assumed leaders in America are in cooperation, and they are printing our dollars. Our fiat dollars are being printed right and left, completely devaluing our economy. And I know that's part of the plan, is to get America and Israel out of the picture in terms of being strengths on the world stage. And they thought they might accomplish that by the sanctions and whatnot that are put on Russia.
1: But as you said, I see it backfiring as well. It was May ninth, 2021, that I had shared that there was a attack coming on cryptocurrency. There was an attack that was going to happen on cryptocurrency, a, a big one. Interestingly enough, it was on 5 2021 that the largest cryptocurrency crash and breach that ever occurred happened. So I wanted to share that because we were just talking about that and I was kind of looking for it in the moment here so I could share it with all of your listeners. But we'll go back what you were saying, I just wanted to make sure to share that. So, basically, our world leaders right now are sowing so much confusion into the world. They're making incredibly foolish decisions. It's like an enormous game of chess. And the Lord has allowed it to be set up where there's a trap. A brilliant chess player is going to set a trap that really looks like it's a good idea to make that move. But when they make that move, it's checkmate. And it's a trap. This crap has sort of been set. Now, I will say this biblically. There is a biblical basis for the Lord using leaders that didn't really serve him to carry out his purpose. And afterwards, those leaders fell. So keep that in mind with Russia right now. The Lord has a biblical basis for using and utilizing leaders that were not of Israel to carry certain things out. And then afterwards, many of those leaders fell. Or if those leaders continued to favor those the Lord raised up, then the Lord was gracious to those leaders in power. So this is sort of what we're watching here. In the way the Lord explained to me, because I released a word on uh, when was it March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, from the Lord, and in it he t- kept talking about King Saul. And what the Lord said is that what you see going on here in these countries is a little bit of right mixed with a whole lot of wrong. But that's what Saul did. He did some right, but he mixed it with a whole lot of wrong that he wasn't supposed to do or or even be taking part in. And I'm telling you, Zelensky has made very dangerous deals right now. Now, I don't watch the news. We get little excerpts sometimes. If prophecy comes to pass, someone will send us a news expert. Like November 2019, I prophesy from the Lord, the hunter shall become the hunted. The hunters shall become the hunted. And that headline is coming back now. And it's on the news again. Fox News, I think, just may have carried that headline again because someone sent us a screenshot of it. But Zelensky has made incredibly dangerous deals right now, I think, to try to keep power. I think he walked into that trap. And you've got multiple countries right now threatening world war. Now, do I find that this is odd leading up to Passover? No. The enemy hates Passover. It is a reminder of not only that the Lord broke the superpower of the world, that his spiritual witness in high places was in power over, but it is a reflection of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. The lamb, the blood on the doorpost, uh, it's all a reflection, and it was a foreshadowing of what Jesus would do on Calvary. So between Purim and Passover, and I spoke about this, because literally Putin attacked right before Purim. This happened where Putin marched into Ukraine. So this was right on schedule for this to happen according to the Jewish calendar. So then you've got between Purim and Passover. That's like a contraction time. Okay, that's where a lot of pressure builds. And you see the enemy really start to stir and move and make noise. Now, I talked about between Purim and Passover this year and I had said, expect a lot of unexpected things to happen. There's going to be a lot of twists and turns in this. Some of it is not going to make sense at all, but by Passover, you're probably going to see some major falls happen in accordance to what you see happening in the world. You're probably going to see, you know, some landscapes of nations even potentially changed by then. We are being led by lost people right now. We are being led by lost people and we as believers and the remnant cannot allow ourselves to be led by lost people, because they are headed right for the cliff and they can't even see the cliff, like the blind leading the blind. Our leaders are trying to use this as one enormous distraction, to take people's eyes off of of the fact of all the hideous decisions they made are now coming full circle to literally bring them down because their platforms are built on a very corroded, wicked, muddied sort of mess. And so now all these decisions they're making are coming full circle back at them. And so they're trying once again to yell, Russia, 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 which I think is why Putin's getting so mad, because he keeps getting blamed for so many things that he's not doing. You know what I mean? If you want to blame him for what he has done, please go right ahead. But he's getting blamed for a lot he's not doing as well. And so they're yelling, Russia, 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 while gas prices are going up, because he stopped the Keystone Pipeline, he stopped the construction of it. While we see the, the the what's going on with Hunter Biden and, you know, all of this suddenly coming out, while we see all of this, they're yelling, Russia, 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 to try to distract. So they're in panic mode right now. They are being backed into a corner. And when someone is backed into a corner, it's either fight or flight. And some are going to flee and some are going to try to fight. And that's going to be their downfall in Washington, D.C.
0: I know. We're seeing that. And Johnny Inlow just recently spoke of events that in April are going to be epic. That's exactly what he said. And we're going to see people fall from positions of power. Some will be removed. Some will try to resign. Some simply, their life will be taken from them. We're in truly incredible times. I mean... The fact that we are alive today should be something we perk up and take notice about that God purposed for us to be alive and on this planet today, and we should find our place in his plan instead of floundering around with what the enemy is doing. When it comes to American currency, I don't know if it was you, but one of you said that the dollar would be restored to a gold standard. Do you know anything about that?
1: Uh, Well, okay, so I'll backtrack for a minute, and then we'll go to that. So. February in Canton, Ohio, I right there delivered a word from the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord hit me in Canton, Ohio, and I delivered a word from the Lord. Now, I don't remember much of it, but there are two parts of it that I do remember. That the Lord said the first strike would happen in April, and the second strike would happen soon after. And at the end of the word, the Lord said, if the pharaohs of this world want a demonstration, then a demonstration they shall receive. You have world leaders in a way right now who have no clue what they're doing. Now, as far as what you had just spoken about, Bo Pony talks a lot about this with the gold standard being restored. Now, it was at the beginning of January of 2021 where I talked about markets crashing. And that word for the Lord I delivered, that markets would shake and you would have markets crash in the midst of what's about to happen. And in the way the Lord put in that word in January, about the next four years, you need to decide what kind of nation you want to be. So it's hanging in the balance, basically, America. And the Lord wants to, wants to restore America and wants to, you know, it, it's kind of like when Hosea, in the book of Hosea, when he married his wife, and the Lord told him to go marry a very specific type of woman that wasn't faithful. And she ran away from him, and what happened when she ran away? And she, she philandered with other men. She ended up in bondage, in slavery. That's kind of what America did. America made a covenant with God, and then they started running around with all of this garbage, you know? All of this Disgusting things about what's okay to do to children and genderless bathrooms and and all of these things and started philandering and welcoming in countries that were enemies. And then they ended up in bondage. And what did Hosea do? He went back to redeem his wife, right? So this is now the process of the Lord going back to redeem America. To redeem America from what they, because they ran away and they philandered. And the leadership did all sorts of things they shouldn't have. And they did blasphemous things against the Lord. And it's more than one president, because I know the dream I had uh, last year at the beginning of the year, and I know who I saw in bed dying, and I know who I saw standing next to him. And Barack Obama was standing at the head of that bed. And you've got more than one leader here that has done this and has you know, welcomed in false gods and just totally had no reverence for the Lord and, you know, took America astray. And so now the Lord has gone after America to redeem her. But it's a process. Redemption is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. So we're in that process right now.
0: Amanda, given the severity and the seriousness of our times, What would you like to say to my listeners as to what we should be doing in response to what God is doing in our midst?
1: Well, I'll say this too. As the remnant and as the church, especially first and foremost for those who have podcasts, right now we should be seeking the Lord on our face before the Lord and humbling ourselves before the Lord more than we should be pointing fingers at anybody in the church. Sorry, but when you're walking with the Lord and you're doing what you're supposed to do, and you're staying in your lane, you don't have time for those things because it creates something I would call the Saul effect, which I'm going to actually talk about in arc of grace, the Saul effect. First and foremost, we should be glorifying the Lord and speaking the truth of the Lord and humbling ourselves before the Lord more than we are childishly pointing fingers because the enemy thrives in that kind of environment. He does. Satan's accuser of the brethren, he thrives. B, for the remnant, you have to make a very decisions to put your trust in the Lord and know that he is faithful. So what you see in the world, God is far above that. So we can watch the shaking, but we shouldn't be shaking ourselves. For example, Israel in Egypt, when they were in bondage and God was in the process of delivering them, because it took about a year, I think, all those plagues to take place, Israel witnessed the plagues. They lived through the plagues. They watched the effect of the plagues, but they were protected. And they stayed serving the Lord through that process until they were broken free. It's like when you're watching a blizzard outside and you're in your house and you're under the covering and you're protected, but you're still watching the effect of the blizzard. You're still seeing it happen. You're still watching what's happening. You're still watching how much snow and roads getting covered and all these things, but you are protected. So, this is what we have to realize as the remnant right now that we are under. An ark and a covering under Almighty God. And though we may see these things, we are protected by Him when we stay close to Him and we follow Him and we serve Him. And we're more concerned about what He wants us to do than what other people may want us to do. This is the time we're living in right now where the Lord is shifting a lot of people. He's physically moving them around the nation. He is, uh, Moving their jobs, moving their positions, shifting them into positions they've never done before, but they've been prepared for their entire lives to do for this very moment in our nation. And right now, the remnant should be saying, yes, Lord, you want me to do this? I don't feel like I'm equipped, but I know you've equipped me. Yes, Lord, I had to do this. So I don't preach anything I haven't had to do myself. I had to do this almost four years ago and go out on a limb with the Lord with this. Never having done it before, but having been equipped for it for 17 plus years. And so right now we should be saying, yes, Lord, and walking in faith into what he has for us, knowing he isn't sending us to fail. He is sending us to bring glory to his name and to truly reach the lost in this hour that are watching everything shake and going, what is going on? People are desperate for the truth and their hearts are ripe to hear about the Lord right now. And we have to keep our mind on that as we go forward.
0: You know, Amanda, for me, um, I've been in ministry, golly, since the early 90s. But this podcast and the concentration I'm doing now probably shifted and began for me in 2011. And that's when I realized the depths of disparity, the deception, the rampant lies that we, the church, have not only bought into, but were perpetuating. And God inspired me to write what I thought was going to be an op-ed piece. As I was writing the op-ed piece, and I was, my heart was broken, and I was as angry as I could possibly be, so my fingers were flying on the keyboard. But I heard the Lord say, it's going to be a book. And I never wanted to write a book, but I said, okay, Lord. And then while I was writing the book, He told me it would be more than one book. And so my series, my book series, which began in 2012, I have six books now, is called Faith to Live By, just like this podcast. And I responded to exactly what you were talking about. People are starved for the truth, and they don't even know where to begin to find the truth. So I appreciate so very much what you do, what you've devoted your life to, you and Chris, and what others like you, and like myself, are doing to get the truth known, for people to understand there is such a thing as absolute truth. We can know the truth, and we can have our hope in God with complete confidence, regardless of what things look like. And I know this is a focus that God gives through you at all times. I mean, one of the measures of a true prophet, even if they have to produce words of doom and gloom, God always provides a way of escape. And if that's not included in a word from a prophet, I would question the validity of that prophet. But you have always, with the Lord's influence, provided a way of escape for people. And I know you do that with your ministry, Ark of Grace. How can people really enjoy a regular dose of
1: what you offer? We are on YouTube as Ark of Grace Ministries. For how long? <laughs> you know what's funny? They won't take the prophets down because then the wicked won't know what God's going to do. You see what I mean? Like they don't like messing with the prophetic too much on YouTube, I think, because then they don't have any clue what's being announced. So, yeah, you know, here and there, I've had like one, you know, one strike or something, but never anything, you know, praise God, catastrophic. So we're on YouTube as Ark of Grace Ministries, which is K, like Noah's Ark. We're on Liftable TV. So Liftable.tv forward slash Ark of Grace. There's a picture of me and Noble. And Noble is your pig. Well, we one of our pigs at our sanctuary. Yes, we have an app. So if you go to your app store and you search Ark of Grace, it's the dove with the olive branch. And you can watch from our app. Uh, we, well, every Monday at five o'clock, we're on Truth Be Told Radio Network. And so we're going to be on another radio network soon and we'll announce that when, when, uh, we finalize that. We have a website, which is www.arkofgrace, of Grace and then a hyphen and then the word ministries.com. Uh, we are on Facebook as Ark of Grace Ministry. Same thing with Instagram. You'll see us there. And so basically that's where people can find us.
0: I want to thank you so much for being available for my listeners like this. Oh welcome. To be able to converse with you and to get more insights from you about the words the Lord spoken through you is so very helpful. So I want to thank you once again.
1: Thank you. All glory goes to God. I'm happy to do it. This is what we do for the Lord. And you know, the the goal here, the end goal, is to get people to look at the Lord and draw them closer to Him and have a closer relationship with Him. That's the goal. Amen.
0: And I look forward to seeing you later this month in Tulsa,
1: Oklahoma. Yes, I think that is going to happen. So I think we will meet.
0: Thank you. Praise God. I look forward to seeing
1: you then. Thank you, Pamela. God bless you.
0: I loved Amanda's analogy of being secure in our homes while watching all the effects of a blizzard outside as a reassurance of what we, as God's people, can expect in the days to come. At the same time, I encourage you to do all you can practically, to be prepared for the foretold dark days ahead where we might not have access to the internet or our cell phones. Julie Green, another prophetess, has reassured us over and over when these silent days occur to not panic but to know they are evidence of our God at work delivering us to victory, and what Bull Polney believes will be the year of Jubilee. Amanda expressed how God is moving people about now, some physically and some with their vocations, but each and every one of us should be seeking the Lord now with open and willing hearts to go wherever he instructs us to go and do whatever he instructs us to do. If your heart is concerned about the two generations of children who have been intentionally miseducated, consider running for your local school board or becoming a teacher's aide, or even volunteering at your local library to read to the children. Don't let the children's reading hour be dominated by transgender influences. Is God calling you to start your own business so you can demonstrate Christian values in the workplace? If you are nearing retirement, consider becoming a member of a board of directors or an advisory board member to bring your Christian influences into the corporate world. What about being a mentor to young upcoming professionals? Maybe you're interested in running for public office, mayor, or public works or something. And even if you're a teenager, you can still find something to do to contribute to society to promote your Christian values. Consider volunteering as an intern. That will allow you to contribute your Christian values in the workplace while you gain experience that will help you with your future profession. Above all, as Amanda urged us, let us work for unity and refrain from pointing fingers at other Christians. That only gives the enemy more power. Remember, everything in this life is intended by God to bring as many people as possible into the truth and the family of God. So let's focus on God and all he is doing, and not the works of the devil. Then we will experience the abundant victorious life Christ died to give us. In the future, I hope to have Bull Polney on my show to help us consider what we might do to best weather the unavoidable economic storms. However, for next week, I plan on posting my interview with Dave Scarlett regarding God's dealing with our United States government and military in these unprecedented times. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. As I've said before, I do want to hear from you. My email is by at pamelachristianministries.com. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you plan to do as part of God's army. Also, be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and hear some behind-the-scenes portions of guest interviews. If you've benefited from my ministry work, I ask you to help me continue with this podcast. For the past year and a half or so, 100% of the costs for producing these podcasts have come from my husband and my family budget. And in order for me to continue to bring you the truth the mainstream media is not bringing and presenting it to you from a biblical and prophetic worldview, I need you, my listeners, to help financially support this ministry. Donations are certainly accepted, but they're not tax-deductible at this time. So to thank you for your financial support, anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more will receive your choice of one of my books, personalized and autographed for you, or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about the products and services available through my ministry work. On the checkout page, you'll find a button to click where you can make your donation. And when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout and get a 20% discount. And here's where I want to give a shout out to Linda S. for her recent purchase of several books through my web store. Linda, thank you so very much. And while I'm at it, I also want to acknowledge Andrew, James, and Brenda. Each of you contacted me with some prayer concerns, and I really consider it a privilege to pray for you. If you like the content and the resource material I bring you with this podcast, you'll find a lot more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And when it comes to social media, I must be sharing truth because I've been shut down twice by LinkedIn and once by Facebook. And while I continue to post there as long as I can, the one platform I won't be kicked off of is the Blessed to Teach Neighborhood, a new platform for Christian patriots. I'd love to connect with you there. Be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the show notes and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. From there, you can also subscribe to my complimentary e-newsletter. And as a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts that I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers that are not available to others. And by subscribing, should anything happen to my podcasts, I'll have a way to contact you to make sure you know where to find me. Now, about the celebration of my 100th podcast, beginning May 25th, 2022, and not a single day sooner, you can enter for a chance to win one of my books by sending me an email. Print or eBooks are available for those in the continental United States and eBooks only for those outside the states. The date stamps on your email will be verified, so only emails received dated from May 25th to May 28th will be eligible. Only one email entry per person allowed. Send your email entry to Faith to live by at pamelachristianministries.com with the words "celebrate 100" written in the subject line. Any deviation from these entry instructions will disqualify your chance to win. I plan on giving away five print books and ten eBooks. Winners will be randomly selected from all entries received. Your email address will be included in our database, where we maintain the highest privacy safeguards. Our website terms of use and privacy notice are accessible at the bottom of each of our web pages. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel, and it also helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for him.